Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Again, the uh, the numbers of claimants, asylum claimants in this country, or to this country, are spiraling upward dramatically, according to information that Canadian press obtained. And I read the story from uh, Global News. Again, asylum seeker numbers um, going upward dramatically. Could take 11 years to hold a hearing and cost $2.97 billion. And as I said earlier, those numbers will increase. And if it takes 11 years, if they're saying it's going to take 11 years, that means it's going to take more than 11 years. And the people who are turned away will, of course, have an appeals option, and that will take time and cost significantly more money. The problem is at the entry points into Canada and how we're handling people who are entering the country illegally. That's where the problem lies. Our federal immigration minister is asking for another study to be conducted, and he's got an assistant minister with a group of other people. They're going to study the issue, and they're going to have a report by next summer, at which time the report will be studied, and then there'll be other questions that need to be studied. This is not new news. It's just the same old way of doing things. And uh, we remember the Prime Minister on the 29th or 28th of January tweeting to those fleeing persecution, terror, and war. Canadians will welcome you regardless of your faith. Diversity is our strength. Hashtag welcome to Canada. Much to be said. My great friend, one of this country's most preeminent immigration lawyers, Richard Curlin, joins us from Vancouver. He's uh, advised both the federal government and the government of Quebec on significant immigration issues. Mr. Curlin, great to have you back on the show. A delight, an honor, a pleasure. Wow. I don't know how you top that, Martin, but uh, (laughs) Canada's former ambassador to Syria and Lebanon, Ambassador Martin Collicutt. Always great to speak with you, Martin. Thank you very much, Roy. And I, I, re, I will say the same thing that Richard did. I can't say any better. It's t- tough to top that, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, Richard, is is the problem is the problem at at the entry points to Canada, and then it's just exacerbated by an unwieldy bureaucracy, and the federal government doesn't really know what to do, um, or is the problem elsewhere, or is it in several different places at the same time? Well, the problem in this instance is in the document obtained by the journalist. It was a scenario planning document. That's all. It gave a Goldilocks, too hot, too cold, just right scenario plan with uh, if we do nothing and cut back on refugee judges, 
yeah, we're going to have an 11-year queue and spend billions, but that's not what's happening. The numbers presently are at their historical low point because of the Jason Kenney changes introduced to the refugee system about three, four years ago that cut the inventory in half and dropped processing times from four years down to one year. So uh, I think uh, the journalist may have uh, inadvertently dropped the refugee ball in this one. All right, let's ask the ambassador for his viewpoint on this. Martin? Well, I, I first of all, agree with uh, Richard to the point where this is a sort of projected possibility. But there are some really uh, concerning signals coming up. One is that we are getting larger numbers, almost certainly, of refugee, a significantly larger number. One of them are the people crossing the border illegally from the United States. Uh, they're up in um, uh, close to t- uh, 2,000 right now. And we should be dealing with that. The government said they'll study it. Well, we know what's happening. We know how they're getting in here. We know uh, what's going on. We don't need to study. It's like captain of a ship that's struck an iceberg and he's going down. And he said, uh, instead of ordering people to abandon ship, he said, let's study where the hole is in the hole. We know what the problem is. Uh, but the government doesn't want to do anything about it right now. I think in part because Prime Minister Trudeau, uh, you, you quoted something he said in January. That was his Roy. tweet. That was his tweet. Yeah, his yeah. tweet. He did another tweet in um, March where he said, regardless of who you are or where you come from, there's always a place for you in Canada. Well, that must mean everyone in the world. That simply is not true. I think it's no more than uh, Justin Trudeau's attempt to make uh, him look like he has sunny ways and everyone's welcome. What he said is not only not true, it's misleading. And the government, by twiddling its thumbs and saying we'll study what's happening, is uh, just avoiding the issue. People are coming in illegally. Um, It's connected with a safe third country agreement with the USA. We could do something about it, but the government chooses not to. And we have a a history of having difficulties, having problems with this whole issue of asylum seekers. We have some 40,000 people at last count. We don't know where they are. Well, we have yeah, no idea where they are because they were they were supposed to come back for a second hearing, and they never showed up. So we I don't know where the they are. I think the study thing is a good idea, and here's why: immigration. Now what do you? What about the? No, Richard. But what about? I hate saying what about, but what about the issue that we have thousands and thousands of people? We don't know where they are. They never That's showed up for their second hearing. Not only do we have that reality, if the projections are correct, and there are projections that are going to be significantly increased numbers of asylum seekers as the weather gets warmer, uh, if, if that if – that, and I, I, don't, I suspect that's going to happen uh, – if that is the case, will we not just be adding to the problem? And this – you know, if, if, this, if this, this memo that the government has, if it's all supposition, then why don't they just shoot it down? Ah, and that's what the, I'm getting to. Uh, the no-shows uh, is a thing of the past. Uh, the hearing times are so fast now, people actually do show up. The whereabouts are now tracked uh, by Canada Border Services Agency. As a matter of fact, they're using new technology to uh, electronically uh, track uh, certain individuals. So, uh, what about that? But hold on, what does that mean, tracking certain individuals? What In individuals words, are we the, talking about? The internal uh, documents obtained under access information show uh, an increased appetite uh, for the use of electronic bracelets and monitoring. 
So we so so we don't have forty thousand people out there with electronic monitoring bracelets on them, and we shouldn't. There's no need for that. Uh, you you you, the, but you can track the trend of the disappeared, and that certainly is not increasing. But what does that mean? Track the trend of the disappeared. When you convoke them to interview, say for removal, deportation, and right. they're a no-show, you got a big problem. Yeah. Uh, and that's how you can track a trend. I'm. I'm I'm sorry, but I am confused. Yeah. So uh, what you do is you take uh, you, you'll 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 uh, invite people to appear voluntarily at the immigration department or Canada Border Services Agency to make their removal arrangements. You got to get out of Dodge, head to the airport. So we've been trying to do that for years, and we have, and that's why that's why that's why they're missing. But the, but that's the point is you can over the many 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 years put a number on. Who's missing? Is that number getting bigger or smaller, staying the same? And it's not getting bigger. Anyway, uh, the, really, the well, issue we're talking about—how do we about know it's not getting a bigger? Lot more people are going to go into the system and clog it up, and I think yeah, and it's forty thousand plus yeah. now. And that's where I'm coming to. That's why this study is a good idea because President Trump has pushed the NAFTA button. Included in that is immigration policy, refugee policy, border thinning or thickening policy and it's in that context that you want to nail down Canada's refugee policy. I wouldn't want to give away our negotiation points at this uh, Richard uh, Richard we have a mess and it's not being properly addressed by our federal government. We have a mess. We can do things right now apart from our negotiations with the Americans. We may need their cooperation. The Americans stop anyone within 100 miles of their border that can't prove where they came from and prepare to deport them if they're there illegally. What we do is we help people across the border with their baggage, and then uh, which they're not supposed to do according to our uh, agreement with the Americans, and then help them make a refugee claim. And that's one of the things that's going to clog our system. Yeah, and all you have to do is show up, right, Martin? Richard, all you have to do is show up and make a refugee claim. That's all you have to do. Once you've entered into Canada and you you say, I'm a refugee, the process starts to look at you, starts to evaluate you, and that's where the time factor comes in and that's where the expenses come in. And if it's somebody who really requires the assistance... Great. If it's somebody who's taking advantage of the situation, they are still going to take the time and still clog up the system and cost the money. And the Americans do have a role in this, and it's a fair neighborly question to ask, hey, buddy, how come you're not uh, watching your northern door? How come you're not catching people before I they I love the way you avoid my questions. In your own country. Because we haven't bothered to ask them. We want to see, uh, keep our sunny ways and let anyone come in here. And the, I'm sure the Americans would cooperate with us. They don't want all sorts of illegal things happening on their northern border. But we're not doing it because we want to look as though we'll take anyone who wants to come here. Is it to this won't. country's benefit that anybody who arrives, and I understand we have a charter. I get that. But is it, is it to Canada's benefit and Canadians' benefit to have anyone, I mean anyone, who arrives in our border, arrives in Canada, and claims refugee status to immediately be given protection, immediately be allowed into the country while their claim is assessed? Even if you know, I mean, even if you knew exactly, this is, this is wrong, this is phony, you still have to carry on with the process until you get to the very end. And, I- and, if, they're, and if they're judged to be... Uh, you know, not appropriately in the country, they can then appeal that. And that goes on forever. 
I'll tell you one other story very quickly. I was just informed by a friend the other day about a gentleman who came to Canada from Italy. He does a, has a specific skill. I don't know what it is, but he has a skill that was very much absent in Canada. So he was working for a company in Canada. They brought him in. They got all the paperwork. Everything was done appropriately. They brought him in. He's been working here for two years. He loves Canada. He wants to become a Canadian citizen. He has a wife. He has a daughter. The company loves him. They hired lawyers to represent him. And the federal government said, nope, you're gone. So now he's going to go to Scotland where another company wants him. What's the point of this? I hear these stories over and over as well. The system is a mess. Yeah, there is an upgrade. Uh, the, uh, this is, you're going to see over the next four to six months uh, new rules in the foreign worker program uh, that may help adjust precisely the issue mm-hmm. raised now. Let me take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more with Richard Curland, immigration lawyer based in Vancouver, advises both the federal and the Quebec governments on the issue of uh, immigration matters, and Ambassador Martin Collicutt was the Canadian ambassador to Syria and Lebanon and is an expert on the issue of immigration. We'll try to include one or two of your calls as well as we get to the top of the hour. Stay with us. Roy won't take no or no comment sitting down. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. This is uh, important information for the City of Toronto. Environment Canada has issued a tornado warning for the City of Toronto. According to Environment Canada, meteorologists are tracking a severe thunderstorm that is possibly producing a tornado. Damaging winds, large hail, and locally intense rainfall are also possible, read the statement. Global News meteorologist Ross Hull said, quote, rotation has been detected on radar with the storm cells moving through the GTA. So far, I've not been able to Uh, see a confirmation of a tornado, but the environment is right for these storms to produce one. These storms should be moving out of the GTA within the next 30 minutes, but there'll be the risk for more strong storms tonight and tomorrow. And the warning was issued around 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time this afternoon. Back to our conversation with our good friends, Ambassador Martin Collicutt, former Canadian ambassador to Syria and Lebanon, and uh, one of this country's foremost immigration lawyers, Richard Curlin. They both join us from Vancouver. So, gentlemen, on the, on the issue of... Um, I'm going to come back to something you said, Richard, and that is that track the people who need to be tracked and removed from the country. Complicating that factor are sanctuary cities, where Toronto is one, Montreal is one, Hamilton is another. I don't know if Vancouver is or not. I know Gregor Robertson was considering that. But you have immigration officers moving into the cities to try to apprehend people who the federal government or Immigration Canada wants out, and the cities are doing nothing to assist. We have, again, it's a mess. It's, it's, a, it's a goulash of, of good intentions or not so good intentions or just sloppy work. Am I, am I being unfair about this? Can I comment on Yeah, that? please. Go ahead, Martin. Well, uh, the sanctuary city idea is supposedly out of sympathy for the illegals. Uh, what you are doing by encouraging them to stay here 
is to create problems for them and their kids in the future. I mean, the, the problems in the states are because there are a lot of people there illegally. They can't get full rights. And uh, what we are doing by creating sanctuary cities is encouraging people to stay illegally. If someone's going to be allowed to stay here, let them do it legally so they and their families get full privileges and rights. Don't push them or encourage them to go into what they call the shadows and uh, not have that. And I, I don't know what's in the minds of municipal politicians who think they're doing good work by creating sanctuary cities. They're doing exactly the opposite. Richard? I've never bought into this sanctuary city concept. It, 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 there's something innately incorrect. It does not respect rule of law. There's no special dispensation from Canada's matrix of, uh, of uh, protecting the public uh, the, the way we do it. And we do not have a design of, for an illegal underground uh, as the Americans do. They intentionally create an illicit pool, cheap labor. Uh, in Canada, uh, our hospitals and our major cities have special budgets to take care of individuals who may be in illegal status. Uh, but if you reward illegality, you will breed more illegality. So I just don't buy it. Was the prime minister incorrect, just fundamentally incorrect? Maybe, uh, maybe his heart was in the right place. But was he just not thinking properly or clearly enough about what could happen when he issued that tweet in January? Yeah, that was political candy. The, 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 I think our senior leadership knows full well the capacity of uh, the Canadian military, law enforcement uh, forces, uh, nationally, internationally, to prevent a mass migration from happening. If Canada did not have C2C2C coverage, we well would have had to withstand uh, that Middle East outflow into a, another Western democratic nation, but we're simply not geographically accessible. That's our secret sauce. All right. Martin, but we have that, a minute, we have a minute left. Go ahead, please. Well, the tweet uh, was basically to burnish his image, distinguish him from uh, Donald Trump and sound like the, you know, the most generous leader in the world, but it's complete, total nonsense. <laughs> and, and uh, but he hopes to get away with it. And, and, uh, the question is, how long will the Canadian public be fooled? Could I just add two other reasons why our number of uh, uh, asylum claimers could... I'll need you to do it quickly. Yep. First of all, we've taken... Uh, Trudeau took the visa off Mexican visitors, so the numbers had got up to 10,000 before the uh, Conservatives slapped on a visa, and they're starting to climb again. This could add uh, a lot of people who, without merit to our refugee system... Uh, and um, what's the other one? I have a lot. Well, I'll jump in while you do that because uh, we can mirror President Trump's idea of sending a bill to Mexico to build the wall. We can send them a bill to pay for those refugees that the U.S. has allowed into Canada. Oh, you guys well, are, I'm you, sure you the two are troublemakers. Would stop doing it if, <laughs> if we ask them, but we somehow or other. Like to sound like we have sunny ways, and we're not asking you. Sunny ways. Either. Sunny ways. Didn't he play quarterback for the Montreal Alouettes? <laughs> what, I mean, the sunny is his wife a singer? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. It's always an, an honor and a pleasure to speak with you. <laughs> Thank you. Be well, everyone. Richard Thanks. Curland, Ambassador Martin Collicott. We'll come right back.